Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jeff Cameron Show, Live Nation's Friday, Lucy Goosey. Edition of the Jeff Cameron Show. Appreciate you being here. Let's roll. Let's find out what we got going on with Hakeem Williams. We'll know momentarily. We will let you know. The second an announcement is made and there's reason to celebrate and or be disappointed, whatever it might be. I don't know the answer yet, but we should any second now. Uh, we had originally heard two thirty, got moved to two. Then I don't know. We're just waiting to see right now. So if you're listening to this show and you're like, I want to know, I want to know, has it happened yet? Yeah, I've got my eyes on it, and it looks like it is going to be quite some time here because they've got a field reporter in a gymnasium at a high school just standing around and talking, and there's a bunch of people in the stands. So they might do this thing where the high school coach thanks everybody that had ever lived, and then they say, All right, now that I've had my 15 minutes of fame, go ahead, Hikey, but we'll keep you posted. I still haven't. I mean, I you can do whatever you want, and I know it's really popular with a segment of the uh, football-loving population, uh, the the recruiter, the recruiting stuff, you know. Uh, and and young kids do everything online anymore. I get that. This isn't my tisk tisk get off my lawn moment, but I still have not come around on ever enjoying ever of these commitments, any one of these commitment ceremonies. Every time I see one, I'm like, this is ridiculous. That kid's 17. What are we doing? Yeah, the only one or recently. 16. That resonated with me was uh, Azarie's because of how emotional he was about supporting the family and. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I love those moments those guys, where, but yeah, you know, they're, it's not necessarily about them. It's a thank you to their parents or the people that helped them get to that place. Those are the ones that I will actually, I'll be there for, and I'll and I'll root on in, in, in terms of being a viewer. These other ones, sometimes we'll see what Hakeem's is, but these other ones that are dog and pony shows. You're like, are, what are we doing here? Yeah, just put out a hype video. Those hype videos are cool. Some of the ones the kids have cut over the last couple of years? I, yeah, I think the biggest thing most people can certainly appreciate if it's a young man making a huge decision, big-time player, lots of folks want to know where he's going to go, what school he's going to attend. Okay, fine. If you're, it's in demand, you're going to make that announcement. Maybe you grew up in a situation where you've always wanted this opportunity because you grew up in the digital era. I got it. Everybody's got the camera. Uh, my kids are that way all the time. I'm forever saying, put your phone down, please. But anyhow, I get that that's, that's the era they grew up in, so I'm fine with it. But what a cool opportunity. This is why we always like the ones who say, any player, any player that comes out and says, look, I, I'm excited, uh, I'm going to attend Florida State University, and then turns from there and pivots from there and says, I'd like to thank my coach, uh, all the way back from you know, peewee football to yep. – High school to you know want well, to thank my parents, uh, my you know all of the my teammates, everybody that's ever helped me get to this place. We all love that. That is a cool opportunity. Like that's that is the, that is something that is um, worthwhile about this whole process. But too often it turns into literally kind of a, a buffoonish thing where you're like, what are we? This is 
ridiculous. Yeah, in some ways, that's why I'm happy that it, it's over sooner with the December signing period. But mm. then I'm also, I miss signing day. I like the holiday in February because it gave you a little bit of bona fide college football content at a time that's slow. This is where the NFL wins. Every month in the calendar, the NFL has some event that you really want to watch, whether it's seeing your Knowles in the combine or kids that you loved in college and see yeah. what numbers they put Everything up. along the way, yeah. Right. Uh, to the schedule release? I mean, they make a holiday out of the schedule release now. It's crazy. See, I get much more excited always when the college football schedule is uh, advanced and you go, oh, now we know some times and dates and wares and all that for all these teams. I love that. But, yeah, I'm with you. I still get excited at the beginning of every week after the Saturday ends looking ahead. So, like, this week's best games, Clemson, Wake Forest, Florida, Tennessee, Texas, Texas Tech, um, Arkansas, Texas A&M that we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, There's an outside chance the Oregon State game against Southern Cal is going to be really good. Uh, I, I think... Oregon State has a chance to win that game. So, there, there's, yeah, I get excited every time I see that. So, I get that Missouri State is on the list of teams that Arkansas has played, but they've only yielded 205 yards on the ground in three games. In three games. That's where I find interesting here. What, what will Jimbo do? Because he's got to throw it, and he likes the slow pace. So, are we talking about the race to the under here, or are we talking about the explosive offense that Jimbo every once in a while will break out, even though it's at a snail's pace against a pass defense that is vulnerable? I think that game's fascinating for a lot of reasons. Uh, some of what you just said, yep, absolutely. But also, if he loses that game, Tom, I mean, you're going to have a full-blown ugly situation yep. where those fans yep. are finally going to go, this guy. I mean, again, he's he signed a class that is second to none. So most of the time, that's going to give you the requisite buffer to survive these yeah. average-ass seasons Plural, but I think twenty three is it one way or the other. You know, yeah, it's you it's, better start winning some damn games, dude. Yeah, we're paying you a gazillion dollars to be a hell of a lot better than this average week to week unwatchable product that we roll on in here a hundred plus thousand strong to see. It's it's brutal. They're doing the thing where they're stringing it out. They went to commercial break to make sure that the stream pays the bills. So we'll see. I don't know if you want to move on, and I'll let you know, and I'll flag you down with the Hakeem Williams. Signal. I mean, I think it's important. I I agree, but I mean, we could, I guess, we could take a quick break early in the hour here, and then just kind of plow through a very long segment where we have both my mother's picks and the news of Hakeem Williams. I don't know how you want to do it. I think they might be coming back here. We'll see if he's sitting around in the gym because they're doing their own promo for one of their streaming apps. So usually that's the last position in the break. I'll stick around and just say this. Um, you know, I thought last week. When we previewed and talked about Florida State Louisville, I talked about what an important game it was for Mike Norvell, but what a really important game it was for Adam Fuller. And I thought just the program in general needed to show again that they could have a little bit of success, that they could string it together, they could go win a legit road game against a desperate team that would be willing to pull out all the stops. And lo and behold, of course, it happened. They did go win that game. And, um, you know, there were some things we did learn about this defense that we didn't like. And yet, I still think we need more evidence uh, on what this defense is this year. I'm still not entirely certain. Um, I don't think they're going to be great at any point on defense this year. But I'm just holding my breath they're not straight up bad. Right now, you can't know that. They're not bad. They're just not good. And they could get better. They developed. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah. I'm waiting to see they yeah. could get better, but they could also get exposed. So now they're doing. Perhaps not by BC. You ready for the three card, Monty? 
So sure. right now they've got the the field reporter going. He handed the microphone to Hakeem and just handed it back to the guy. So home stretch here. He's sitting at the table with uh, with the people that matter to him most. So, um, that's fine. That's fine. I'm I'm I see we're on three. I have the Twitter feed up. We're all waiting to see. He's got Florida State, Georgia, and Miami. Correct? Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah. A&M is in there. Did you mention A&M? I did not. They were considered um, a finalist, too. He was there last weekend. Yeah, and I really think that was a big boom for us. I agree. I agree. Uh, that game could not have played out better for us. Yeah, it was really nice to watch yeah. that game. As I did, I kept thinking every passing minute that goes by where none of these receivers are doing anything of note is a good minute for us. Yeah, and uh, you got Johnny Wilson producing on a Friday. That's the other part of this, too, is if you look at the offense and what they did against LSU and Louisville, respectively, as a receiver, specifically if you're a receiver, that film looks fundamentally different to you than any Florida State film under Mike Norvell has. Well, threw the ball down the field and made big plays, relied heavily on a big play receiver. And now Mike has talked all about this at length, right? This is going to be an offense that features playmakers, and he wants to play to that. Well, you got to accrue, acquire said playmakers. This would be a guy. This would be a, a probably... Um, one of the biggest signings in the Mike Norvell era. Uh, I think, I mean, obviously to say that we haven't been rolling in the five stars. Yeah, he's an on-three consensus five-star, and uh, they're just continuing to pass the mic back and forth for questions and answers. But this is this is a consensus five-star prospect that here is the, the implication of it if it goes down. And if he doesn't pick us, we've, we've strung this out long enough that that would be disappointing. But his commitment could also signal something. Right amazing for others to well that come happened along. with the hunter situation like i yep. know that obviously hunter and the you know pulled the okie doke it was hard for us sam to mccall take. stuck though sam mccall stuck exactly that's a guy directly uh attributed to hunter having said yes to florida state for as long as he did uh so he stuck by his commitment in fact had some choice words um did did mccall about hunter choosing to go elsewhere at the last second. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's great. Some of those kids will carry over, especially if they sustain it for a real long period of time. This is one, though, that today is not the end. I can be happy for a moment. The positive PR is there. The perhaps uh, buzz that it creates in the recruiting community that you were just describing is there for everybody to feel, and we get a, uh, a kid on the periphery that's now suddenly much more interested or something along those lines. That's all good. It's all positive. It's just that I won't exhale, assuming anything other than we have to wait until he's actually on campus. Yeah, agreed. And that's the thing that um, in the next couple of weeks, well, two of the next three weeks, when you're hosting Wake Forest and maybe there's a high-profile game that's in prime time, you go on the road NC State, but you come back for Clemson. If he's in the fold, along with Blake Nicholson and others, because mm. the defensive line class is already good, and you've got one tackle you feel good about, another one in Kearney over in Jacksonville that is considering Florida more heavily, Hopefully the Gators keep declining, and that makes it easier for him to stick with Florida State. But you talk about a mega recruiting weekend. You know, Michael was saying before the season started that they might have wanted to stay away from Clemson because they want positive reinforcement on the field for the kids that are in town. Mm -hmm. But if the season continues to trend this way, then the Clemson weekend becomes a massive opportunity where, you know, you don't want to bring kids in for a loss. But, you know, maybe it won't be. Maybe, and it's a close enough game where kids say, I could be the difference. Most years when they come down here, the last five, or we play them in the last five years, it's not close enough where they say there's no difference. I, I'm not going to make a difference. I'm just going to get my head kicked in for four years by, by Clemson. Yeah, I, I 
I don't think we're going to get our head kicked in by Clemson, uh, and I don't think you get hurt by a close loss if the atmosphere is fantastic and we're competitive as we were a year ago up there where the game is in the balance with five minutes to play and all that. I mean, that shows you closing the gap. Um, yeah, you'd like to cap it off with a victory, but you're right. This The start to going, let's say they go 4-0. Let's say they get the win against Boston College. Again, when we were laying out best possible scenarios, well, if you don't care about recruiting, you would just blanketly say, well, get to eight wins, Mike, so that we have some proof of concept and feel good. But knowing how sped up everything is, and we talk about this a lot, it's true. If you get to 4-0, man, you're resonating with recruits as they're getting closer and closer to a time in which they have to make a decision. And it, it beats the hell out of a 1-3 and three starting to get it turned around later. You got to start fast. Yeah. yeah. Especially because we haven't. September's been the month from hell. And if you win tomorrow, you will have an undefeated September, which is just something we're not used to around here. I will say he's uh, he's having a hard time keeping it together because he's emotional. What's Kick Break? It's the Jeff Cameron Show 93.3, Real Talk Radio, and War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Eight athletics that's warchant.com now back to jeff on real talk 93.3 well that was funny to see Peter Warwick there in attendance. Snoop was there in attendance. That's a good thing. So uh, I believe that is official. Hakeem Williams has committed to Florida State University. Who did you spot? Stage right there? Uh, Peter Warwick or was stage there. Stage left? Peter Warwick was there, and so was Snoop Minnis. Um, so that is uh, pretty funny. Uh, Peter Warwick was there to come out and give a hug uh, to Hakeem. So five-star wide receiver Hakeem Williams has committed to Verbally to Florida State, uh, that is a very, very uh, good day for Ron Dugans and a very good day for this program. Now we'll wait and see if it sticks. He's an elite player, and they haven't had a superstar at wide receiver in a little bit, and he has the potential to be just that. So good news. Yeah, what's interesting, um, just to talk about the implications for a minute, for Ron Dugans, you're right. It's a huge. It's day been for a big him. week because if you noticed in Monday's press conference, Norvell took the time to stop, think, consider what he was going to say, and say Ron Dugans has done a great job when discussing the receivers that were already on campus. And I found that very interesting because I don't know if before that Monday press conference you would have heard those words in an official setting mm-hmm. on the record. But that tells me that behind the scenes, a lot has been going right, not just in the recruiting ranks, but also the work that has been done since these transfers came on campus. And now, out of nowhere, if this sticks, Florida State becomes a destination program for receivers, which it has not been in some time. But this has got to stick, though. 
Well, I'm happy for Ron because he's rightfully been criticized by me and you and everybody that cares about Florida State. He has not been able to attract star receivers to this program. In fact, it's been a point of contention for uh, a couple of years now, to say the least. To find out today you got a five-star who is widely considered to be one of the best players in the country committing at a position I think of need, certainly, uh, is exciting. And you're right. They have a chance to reshape the way that that segment group is viewed at Florida State. We've seen this before. We've been doing this long enough, Tom, over the years, where – a team or a segment group within a team, I should say, somewhere that traditionally has been able to produce a certain player, right? Level of player, caliber of player. And then something goes wrong. And the next thing you know, you're asking questions. Why is it so-and-so can't get receivers? Why is it they can't get running backs? You know, are they ever going to find another elite quarterback? Goodness, it's been this many years since they had a guy that the NFL liked at the position, and it's only the most important position. You know, that kind of thing, right? Well, for Florida State, for us lately, it, it has been frustrating to talk about how is it a year ago we had the worst receiving core in the ACC, and that was continuing a long-standing tradition of being average to subpar. You know, I mean, we had for the last more than handful of years, we haven't really had a stretch where you thought about Florida State in the same sentence as great receivers. Yeah, the thing that I love about this particular commitment is the listing. He looked every bit of it in his commitment ceremony. It's 6'3", 200. Oh, yeah, he's a big kid. I mean, there are different-looking high school seniors, and those are the ones that typically go to the Georgias, the Alabamas of the world. Ohio State if they're a receiver, yep. Absolutely. And this guy, just on the stage, you could see he's one of those. That's already built just a little bit differently. That's why he's a high four-star, five-star across the board, no matter the service, and he's an on-three consensus five-star prospect I just love that because I mean if we get a four or five-star receiver at all it's time to do a backflip if you can do it because we don't get them very often but you would figure Florida State would take a step up by grabbing the 5'11 four and a four or five-star receiver (laughs) not the six foot three yeah yeah let's do that yeah I like these guys well I'm excited obviously and uh, it's good news for Florida State again I don't go crazy in recruiting the way that a lot of people do and Hoop and holler, especially because we know this is a fickle deal, man. And to invest your heart, you know the importance of it. You know the importance of getting great players to come here. Saves coaches' jobs, all that's true. You also know that when a kid commits, it's not the end of it. And in the world of the NIL, strange things happen. And in judging by how that commitment ceremony went, all right. it's not over. It's not. It'll be, yeah. He chucked the Florida State hat before he chose it again. Well, I know, but that it's was part of an elaborate Miami. setup. Yeah. It's to troll Miami, right? Uh, I know. I get it. The whole thing was, uh, you know. Three-card Monty. It was very much what uh, the wide receiver position tends to produce. <laughs> Just something about that. Now that we know, let's take the break. Let's bring Mom in next and start in earnest. Hakeem Williams, five-star wide Woo! receiver, has officially committed to Florida State. Let's just add to the joy of an already beautiful libations Friday next when Mama comes in and I beat her in some picks. <laughs> Another reminder, don't forget, if you're looking to tailgate this weekend, look no further than our friends at Zaxby's. I would try the Zaxby's platters. Feed your team with your choice of traditional or buffalo wings, boneless or traditional wings also. If you're having trouble deciding, hey, get the best of both worlds with that uh, sampler platter right there. Don't forget that world-famous Zaxby's sauce. We're talking about Zaxby's platters for your tailgate. And, oh, yeah, 
They are proud Golden Chief boosters for 17 years now, your Tallahassee Zaxby's. So last night, my mom miss, misstepped, if you will, and uh, did in fact take the Pittsburgh Steelers in Mitch Trubisky. She said, quote, I don't know what was wrong with me, end quote, <laughs> when I said hello briefly. <laughs> well, I took Cleveland, and we talked earlier today before we came on the air to find out who picked what, and I took Cleveland. She took Pittsburgh, 29-17 Cleveland wins, and thus I'm only up one game uh, after we split last week. If you would, fire it up. Let's make this thing happen, baby. And now for another edition of the Family Pick, Nick. Go to your room! Mama, the meatloaf! Take it away, Jeffrey. All right, Mama, that's, uh, you got a chance to rebound there. It's only one game difference now. We split yet again last week. It's been hotly contested so far early in the year. I know. I, that's encouraging for me so far. I'm telling you, and a couple of these games, I mean, they really have been coin flips. But, yeah, last night, I don't know. I guess I just – I really like Mike Tomlin a lot, and I so I guess that was why I – why I picked him, but anyway, not that I don't like that Stefanski guy for Cleveland, but I just I think Mike Tomlin's a really good coach, but I think he's got his work cut out for him this year. I agree, they do have their work cut out for him this year. I think what you're doing is biding time until you decide to start picket. The pick that uh, the Steelers brought in from right there in their backyard, uh, Pitts Panthers quarterback last year was electrifying, one of the best quarterbacks in the country last year. And they drafted him, and so the the city loves him, uh, but he is a rookie, and so they didn't want to start him. Well, they may have to rethink their thinking because I'll tell you that poor Trubisky is—he is terrible. I mean, I just bless his heart. I I was really kind of felt bad for him. He was throwing that ball over on the sidelines, and oh, I don't know, it was crazy. Yeah, and the problem is the other guy sucks too. Um, they they they've got Mason Rudolph is like one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen make it in the NFL. And so, if you don't start the rookie, you're really kind of in a in a bind here. All right, let's get to it. All righty. Well, there's a few that are iffy again this week. There always are. That's the NFL. Houston, Houston at Chicago. Yeah, I took Chicago. I'm torn. These two teams I stink. A, it, I know they do. There's two or three like this, but I, I think Chicago maybe stinks less. I'm going to take Houston. Oh. I'm going to take Houston on the road. I think they both suck to high heaven, so let's have some fun with it. I'll go, I'll go counter to you, and I'll take Houston. Okay. Uh, Las Vegas and Tennessee both thought that they would be off to better starts. Uh, the Raiders blow a 20 to nothing lead last week, and they can go to hell forevermore because I gambled on them, and that cost me. Uh, and then Tennessee's terrible. Uh, Tom wanted their defense to be better, but they're not. It's just that these two teams here have gotten off to a terrible start. Who are you picking? I know it, and you know I love Derrick Henry, and I want him to be, have, a good, have a good year, but I took the Raiders. I did too. It's hard to. But I mean, is Tennessee going to be zero three? Is that right? If they lose, or did they win their first week? No, they lost. Did they lose the Giants? So they they suck. Or well, the loser's zero three. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The loser is, is going to go to zero and three. If Tennessee loses, they're going to go zero three. So that yeah. Lee Sterling trend doesn't help you because both of them are zero and two. So Man. you're going to go fifty fifty there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You took uh, Las Vegas. So did I. Uh, Kansas City at Indianapolis. Another disappointing team in the way of the Colts, who have been nothing short of abysmal. I know. Well, I took Kansas City, but what has happened to Indy? They, I thought preseason they were really talked up, and my Lord, they've been terrible. T- 
top four Super Bowl pick, uh, according to Vegas, before the season began. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, well, that's just, I don't know what's happened. But anyway, I took Kansas City. Me too. Uh, Buffalo at Miami. This actually figures to be a very entertaining game, a fun game. If you're a Miami fan, you want it to be 105 degrees when this thing kicks off, if possible. But uh, tall task to beat the Bills. I know. It. I took the Bills. I'm I'm on the Bills train. I do really think they're super good. Now, I think it could be really fun. And watching the Dolphins last week come back from 21 points down in the fourth quarter, I mean, I was rooting for them. But um, I, think, I think the Bills are too much. I do, too. Detroit's at Minnesota. Yeah, that's another game that I really think is a coin flip. I don't know. I took Minnesota. I took Minnesota as well. I think Detroit is – Tom and I used to play a game where we'd pick a team before the year began that we thought had a chance not to be good, but perhaps in the neighborhood of seven or eight wins, something like that. Detroit's that team for me. I've kind of been on them early. Uh, They rewarded me one week, but we'll we'll see. I I think they're a tough team. They've got a great running game, and if you have that in your physical – you can make things interesting. I took Minnesota here, though, at home. It's kind of a coin flip game. I took the Vikings. Yeah, uh, me too. Baltimore's at New England, Mom. I know. I'm taking Baltimore. I am too. Cincinnati's at the Jets. Yeah, I took Cincinnati. I guess. I know. I mean. I, know. I don't know. Well, you know, I'll tell you, poor Joe Burrow, His he cannot stay upright. I mean, he's going to get killed if they don't protect him better because he – his offensive line has been terrible. What happened to them between last year and this year? I mean, did they lose people? No, they were awful on the offensive line last year. He got sacked nine times in a playoff game that they won um, against the Titans. Nine times. Oh, my God. Well, it's a one. Bless his heart. That's how good Joe freaking Burrow is. He took that team to the Super Bowl a year ago, and he's almost come back to win these games where they've played poorly as well. But you're right. At some point, if you're taking a beating on every snap, it is going to be a problem. I know. I mean, I would say, listen, boys, you need to have a <laughs> come-to-Jesus meeting with those people. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I took Cincinnati. I certainly hope that, uh, you know, he that he is okay and does, does better. I like that Jets coach, though. You know I do. And I also like the Detroit coach. But, anyway, I took Cincinnati. I did, too. Philadelphia's at Washington. You took Philadelphia. I did. New Orleans is at Carolina. Yeah, I know. This is another one of those games that I don't like. I took New Orleans. If Jameis can throw to the right team, I tell you what, I watched that. Of course, I was happy last week. But, I I mean, he's got to get a hold of himself. I'm going to take Carolina. I'm going to take Carolina to get the win here. You there? You don't even. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. He's got a broken back. Uh, well, listen, he hasn't always had a broken back, and he's still through the wrong team. Oh, my Lord. Well, yes, I know, but this past week he had a broken back, and I don't know why they're rolling him out there. The other thing I would note is prior to that game, Mom, he had thrown 16 interceptions to three – I mean, 16 touchdowns to three interceptions in his Saints career. Oh, so man. he hasn't been throwing to the wrong team. The Bucks defense is really good. Oh, they are really good, and it tickles me no end. Yeah. Well, good Lord, they need to put that other Taysom Hill or whoever he is out there. Well, he sucks too, though, Mom. He's not any good. He can't well, play quarterback. Know, but if, J- if Jameis has a broken back, for he- Lord's sake. Well, I agree I with mean, that. I mean, good heavens. I'd put know. a real quarterback in, uh, not Taysom Hill, and I wouldn't have him just running around looking like an idiot like he always does. But, yeah, here we go. All right. Uh, Jacksonville at Los Angeles. That would be the Chargers. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. Me too. Uh, Los Angeles again. This would be the Rams at Arizona. 
Yeah, I'm taking the Rams. I, 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 I think that could be a good game, but I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams as well. Atlanta at Seattle in a game nobody wants to watch. Oh, my God. That is a terrible battle of the birds. Um, I took Atlanta. I don't really know why, but I did. I'll take Seattle. Oh, I knew. Oh, gosh. This could be a good or a bad weekend. <laughs> uh, Green Bay's at our Bucks. Oh, I know, I know, I know. This game, you know, I'm already nervous, and it's not even Sunday. Um, I took the Bucks. Now, I, I know we are all banged up, and we... Half the team's not starting? I know Tom doesn't have anybody to throw to, but I'm still taking them. I, I'm gonna, our defense is going to really level... Um, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. And I think it's going to make him nervous, and anyway, I, I'm, I'm going with the Bucks. I have screwed myself with the Bucks this year. I really have. You have. I've been uh, I've been a doubter, but I'll, I'll take the Bucks here in a close, hard-fought game on a field goal. I don't I don't I don't love the Packers, um, and I don't I don't love the Bucks' chances on offense. I think it's gonna be an ugly game. I'll just go with a low-scoring, defensive-minded contest that the Bucks find a way to squeak out. Uh, San Francisco at Denver. Yeah, that I took the 49ers. Me too. Finally, Dallas at the Giants. Yeah, I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking the Giants as well, Mama. There you go. I know. Now we listen. We have several here. Let's see who have we got. You took Carolina, and I took New Orleans. That's correct. And you took the Texans, and I took Chicago, and then you took Seattle, and I took Atlanta. Is that the only ones we have? To Those play? are the three. Those are the three. All righty. Well, I need to win them all because I'm already down one. <laughs> so we had four in total now that we know. But, yes, uh, you're, you're down one here. you got to try to bounce back. We'll see. Love you, Mama. Thanks, as always. I do, too. Love you, too. Y'all have a good weekend. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Man, <laughs> my mom hardcore on James today. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't know that there was all that pent-up frustration. Well, the 30-something interception yeah. year got to her. <laughs> Well, look, man, only 18 of them were his fault. You know, <laughs> the other 12 were belonged to O.J. Howard and Mike Evans. Well, O.J. Howard just handed out footballs. Golly, that drove me nuts. But still, I mean, that was something last week. You even texted me like, oof. Yeah, the, the one where we're at the sticks and that one. The one in the back of the end zone. Yeah, that doesn't, going for a big play after a fight. That doesn't bother me as much. It's a good play. But the one at the sticks for the big six was, was like, like, oh. Oh, and it's an awful throw too. You're like, oh my where are you God, looking? What are you doing? I mean, it's the professional version of Tate in the second quarter of so, NC State. So, by the way, though, have we not said that that has perpetually been his weakness? Not the interception ball, which is obvious to say. Yeah, the yeah. left side. Whenever he looks over to the left side, you're like, oh, he doesn't see him. He's standing right there, James. Right. Don't he, throw that. You know, the one to Ermon Lane was to the left as well, but he it just ended threw up it through him. Either. He just threw it <laughs> yeah. through the person, defied yeah. the laws of physics, and found a way to get a football in there. Ermon didn't even know he had the ball. He's running towards the end zone. I'm like, oh, I've got the ball. He also fumbled the ball. He barely, well, he gets across the line first, though. But yes, it's a the least athletic dive into the end zone I've ever seen. And then that dude ended up being a good safety. Yeah, go figure. He did have a year where he was. Pretty productive. He's very physical. Yeah. He's also still very loyal, and I doff the cap because he's yes, he forever. Yes, he is. Undying. Yeah, yeah, I love that. If you're hearing this right now and you or someone you know is active military, a veteran, police officer, firefighter, nurse, or a teacher, listen up. you got a chance to save some money. My man Shannon, who's in town, by the way, this weekend, has come to the game, is very, very excited. He's, of course, Shannon with Legendary Home Loans, and he's going to be your guy as you just, you know, 
It could be, it could be, you know, nerve wracking to get a new home, and you need to get a mortgage. And you need to get a loan. You're nervous about it. This guy eases all of that discomfort. He's the best in the business, and he's a diehard Noel, and he's here in town. So if you see him walking around, start talking about houses. He'll talk to you about football. It's FSUHomeLoans.com, FSUHomeLoans.com, or give him a call today, 844-FSU-LOAN. That's 844-FSU-LOAN. I like the idea of that, though. Yeah. If you trade a question yeah. for an answer. So you say, so what do you think about the Fed and the interest rates? You know, how's it going to impact my ability to buy a home? Well, the thing about the receiving cord that I love. <laughs> Back and forth. Is that Johnny has come full circle. It would be great. They would probably be able to discuss both. Both walk away very, very happy. Jeff Cameron, Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Hey, if you didn't notice, Florida State uh, signed a five-star wide... I uh, shouldn't say signed. Got a commitment from a five-star wide receiver. You could, in honor, Tom, we should probably... It's the right thing to do, I suppose. Uh, you want to play what them kids doing? I mean, people come in and out of the uh, show all the time, right? They're in the car, they're out of the car, they're by their computer, they're not by their computer. Hey, we got the good news today. Fire it up, let's do it. Once again, friends, it's time for What Them Kids Doing. Look at that jibber jabber Jeff. What's that kid bitch? How fast is he running? Hey, uh, who, who, who let you in here? Look at him. I bet he can bitch a lot. What them kids doing, Jeff? Committing to Florida State. Second one in the same week. A four-star linebacker, now a five-star wide receiver. The news is good if you were hoping to hear that Hakeem Williams has signed, excuse me, committed to Florida State. Here's hoping. Yeah. He is uh, the highest-ranked recruit in the recruiting class by a lot, and there will be very high expectations if, in fact, he arrives in Tallahassee and signs on the line, which is dotted, and that is good news. He says uh, he's excited to be an old. A lot of people describe him as a player that you'll see in the National Football League. Body type-wise, I can see why he would be described that way. Um, And he is obviously a kid that everybody wanted. It's good to hear Florida State got him. We have not been in the habit of bringing in elite five-star type wide receivers here to Tallahassee in some time. That has been the point of much consternation, and it has been a subject, one of many, uh, surrounding Ron Dugans and his time in Tallahassee. So good for Ron. Congratulations to Hakeem if he puts this behind him now and just plays football and is good to go with the Knowles. No need to take any more phone calls. Hakeem, it's over. You yeah, did t- the right thing. Yes, he did. You did the right thing. And having uh, Peter, Peter Warwick down there um, is, is a nice way of saying perhaps this is ushering in a new era of dominance for Florida State receivers. Maybe the, uh, the old and the new will be doing something 20 years down the line. And there's... Peter Warwick and Hakeem Williams welcoming a new five-star to Tallahassee. Who knows? But I have to say for Ron Dugans, it's not just about getting a yes from a five-star recruit and, and helping along a Johnny Wilson. You know, you think about the development of a player like Deuce Span. And I know that he wasn't available last week. I saw him in practice, and he was participating in practice on Tuesday. That dude looks so much more natural at the position now. And I know that Mike is a former receiver, so he deserves credit, but so does Ron Dugans. Well, I'm rooting for Ron Dugas. He's one of ours. I mean, I watched Ron's entire career here. Um, 
he had a you know it, it got overshadowed because of the Peter Warwick catch, but the play in the in the Sugar Bowl against Virginia Tech, he was a huge reason we won that game as well. And so, you know, from Ron, the player, and, and, and Ron, the Knoll, and now coach, you don't want to see any of our guys uh, have a hard time and end up losing their job. But at the same time, we've always owed it to our audience to tell the truth as we see it. And uh, the numbers don't lie. He hasn't done a good job. He has not done a good job as a receivers coach here. And I hate having to say that. I've hated having to say it. But I've understood the rise and frustration around his job. And he was rumored to have uh, been basically on the block this past offseason as we are said to have offered the receiver's position to somebody else uh, who did not take it. And it was at that point that Ron had another chance. Well, I hope he makes the most of it. I hope this is part of a ongoing storyline of redemption where he ends yeah. up making it work out and we're all happy again. Well, good players make you look like a smarter coach. Sure. There's no doubt that that's part it's, of it, but too. But recruiting is a big-ass deal. It is. But I, the one thing I love so far, too, and, and there's a video on Warchant TV of uh, Dominic Robinson breaking down some of this, the blocking across the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a commitment to it. There's sometimes when guys get turned loose and it looks like Nyquan Murray of yesteryear. But for the most part, it's not just Johnny Wilson – driving dudes into the ground. And he did so on that second and goal mm-hmm, play mm-hmm. where oh, Micah Pittman yeah, is it's yeah. hilarious, yeah. It is it's it's uncomfortable how how good of a job he does at blocking, but Micah Pittman's involved in it. Malik McLean is a very good blocker. Kentron's a very good blocker. Deuce Banch trying, but he's an adequate blocker. Yeah. I mean, these little They're details, yeah. they are getting there. Well, that is a commitment. You are right. It's a commitment to the coaching but also each other and uh, those it's huge that you do that. Because otherwise you're on the other end of that ass beating when a guy doesn't block for you. Yes, that's how it tends to work. These things are infectious. Um, and and so you're right. That does matter. Ron does get credit for that. Before we kind of segue towards the end here, I do want to take the time to, to point something out for anybody that can help. Uh, a friend of ours, former co-worker, and uh, anyhow, just a, a great guy. Uh, lost his son a year ago, and, and uh, it's, it's been tough, obviously. But we bring this up because um, they created a scholarship campaign in his honor. And it's the Giovanni Vetrano Foundation, uh, and it's a 100 in 100 campaign. And I want you to be aware of it. If you're able to help, please do. Please. And if you, you can't, I understand that too. But for those that are, uh, this is a cause that means a lot to us and is near and dear to, to our hearts. So if you if you can help out, please do. Um, they're launching foundation memberships. You become a member by donating $10 each month. The stated goal is 100 new foundation members in 100 days. So basically September 22nd through December 31st. 100% of your donation goes directly to Giovanni Vetrano Memorial Scholarships. So in honor of Giovanni Vetrano, who tragically lost his life, that scholarship was set up, and this funds that. 100% of the donations go directly to those Giovanni Vetrano Memorial Scholarships. And uh, members get gift bags and uh, gift packs, I should say, eligible for prize giveaways, free admission to foundation events and all of that. But, but more than any of that, again, you're helping fund a scholarship in honor of Giovanni Vetrano. If you want to know more about this, here you go. It's gvscholarship.org. Just type in gvscholarship.org. 
Dot org. And it's a, it's a site that'll answer all the questions. If you're right. wondering, what is this all about? Uh, I'd encourage you to go there. And if you scroll down a little bit, you will see the three scholarship winners this year. They're looking to expand the amount. Yeah. For yeah. the scholarship, but it's uh, five thousand last year for the top scholarship winner, and then two additional one thousand dollars scholarships. It makes a difference to kids in our area, and it makes a difference to us if you help. So please join us in becoming one of those members. All right. So I don't know how much we're going to watch, but you had to have been happy last night, right? The Phillies beat the Braves. One to nothing. Apparently, the winds were whipping at uh, Citizens Bank Park, and I'm glad about that. You know, our sponsor for this segment, as I get to Probables, is Tulua, and I visited today, and I got to know Ashley. Wait a minute. So you had the morning massage, yeah. and <laughs> did you go into the pod afterwards? I did not do the pod. I'm doing the pod next week. Okay. I went into the store to learn of these wonderful products, and it's more than just the Delta 8. There's a little Delta 9, Delta there 10. There is Delta 9? There is. And oh, there's was- Delta 10, there's Delta 9. Not all the CBD stuff, guys. You don't have to... It, not everything has THC in it. You're not out here high as a kite just because you're walking into Tulua getting stuff. No, no. We've got ways to reduce inflammation, to calm your nerves, to hyper your focus. Not destroy your stomach lining while doing it. Correct. A lot of good stuff. From the silliest of the silly all the way to the very necessary medical benefits. So it's all there. Plus, that juice bar is for real, too. I got a, I got a big old juice today, Tom, that I... Woo! was outstanding oh really yeah it's kind of like what you get in it uh, a mushroom some mushrooms Ooh. they were okay. delicious it's all good mushrooms uh, well you can't taste the mushrooms way to it's go like, doc it's, ellis it's like an Keep apple it together here yeah. <laughs> not those kind of mushrooms they're not psychedelic mushrooms man now you'll know if i'm doing a show on psychedelic mushrooms <laughs> you'll be like oh good god this isn't gonna go well no what does waco and Dahmer have in common <laughs> Here we go. Jeff's off the rails. Cue it up. It's time for how you say with the pitching uh, probables. But seriously, uh, it was great to get to know the, the the staff there at Tulula. I went to the Market Square one. They have three locations in town, and I'm learning. And as I learn, I'm going to share some of the stuff I'm learning. I'm just in the infancy stages. I'm behind the times. There's a lot of good stuff over there. Cubs, Pirates, Javier Assad and Bryce Wilson, Nationals, Marlins, Josiah Gray, TBD, Brewers, Reds, Eric Lauer, Luis Sessa. We got the Astros and the Orioles, Jose Urquidy and Dean Creamer. Braves, Phillies again, Jake Odorizzi, Aaron Nola. All right. Let's go. Come on. Ring the bell. Red Sox, Yankees, Rich Hill, Garrett Cole, Blue Jays, Rays, Mitch White, Jeffrey Springs. Not just screwing, Mitch White. It is a requirement, right? Guardians, Rangers, Cody Morris, John Gray, Padres, Rocky, Shamanaya, Ryan Feltner. Mariners, Royals, Marco Gonzalez, Brady Singer, Angels, Twins, Shohei Atani, Louis Verlard. Hard to say. Or Verland. Tigers, White Sox, Eduardo Rodriguez, Lucas Giolito, Mets A's. Oh, Tommy. You better make bank yeah, this yeah, weekend, I buddy. This is this is the this is opportunity, it. sir. Yeah. Chris Bassett going to be dealing against that pathetic A's lineup with Cole Irvin going on the hill for the A's. And he'll take a while while he's doing it. Giants, D-backs, Carlos Rodon, Tommy Henry, and finally Cardinals, Dodgers. Jose Quintana, formerly of the Pittsburgh Pirates. That creep can roll, man. Andrew Haney goes for the Dodgers, and that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump.
boom, boom, boom. It's hey, catchy. It's very catchy, that tune. That is. I'm so excited. I haven't, you know, I there was a time, you know this, I used to discover new music all the time, just constantly searching for it. But I haven't found a band, a new band in a while that strikes my fancy in a way where you kind of sit up in your chair. Like, oh, 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 I see what you've got going on here. All right, I want more. But I discovered one this morning. And uh, apparently I'm way behind on this, but I, I'm gonna sh- I'll start to share it. The Eagles? No. <laughs> That's well done. Um, no, no, but there's, a, there's, a, there's an edge to them, and it's fun, and it sounds a little dangerous. And I'm like, all right. Okay, here we go. I want yes, make me a little uncomfortable, and then kind of surprise me with something uh, that's more melodic than the last one. And then this becomes this other thing. And this guy's lyrics are pretty badass and pretty deep. There's a lot of good stuff going on. So it's a banner day, Tom. You're not going to name the band? No. Oh. I'm going to finish. Wow. Uh, uh, I- I'll tell you privately. I'm going to finish. That's right, folks. You can't enjoy music. You can. You're not allowed. You can. I will tell you. Uh, Tom, I haven't listened to the rest of the album yet. I'm oh, not out okay. here willy So they've got your attention. They got my attention, but not stamp of approval yet. They've okay. got my attention, though. They have grabbed me. The first two songs on the record are fantastic, and I, we're off to a good start. Okay. But I don't willy-nilly give you my stamp of approval on the show publicly unless, I mean. Well, you got two and a half hours before the happy hour. Maybe you can finish the rest of the album. And then we're good to go. It is definitely not Nickelback's new <laughs> album, Maverick. Maverick, did they release one? Is that real? Uh, yes, Tango. FSU did land Williams, yes. No, so so by Monday, I'll be able to give you my stamp of approval. I've got some housework this weekend before we, we start at mm-hmm. uh, the pregame show. By the way, today, 530, I'll be That's over at Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, Appalachian Parkway. Myself, Corey Clark, will be having a little happy hour fun with you guys. Swing on by. It's always a good time. It's always laid back. We'll answer some questions in the chat. We'll have some cold beer, and we'll hang out. And then uh, on Saturday, of course, Hotel Indigo. That's where you're going to want to make your way. Pre-game show live. Myself, Tom Lang. That begins at 5 o'clock. Doors open at 4 if you want to start the day. Get loose before that 8 o'clock kick. Then we've got the in-game watch-along, which is always great. Dominic Robinson back this week. And then on uh, the post-game show, Tom and Gene get together to talk about hopefully another Florida State victory. Come so on. a busy, busy day. You're going to stay right here. I think Is today the last day for the dollar, or is it when is it? Uh, next Soon. week. Yeah. yeah. $1, warchant.com. I'd get signed up, kids, because it's going away. Good job, Tom. Good job, Matthew. Be well, everybody. Good old. We'll talk to you later.